Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and Mary's not here today, at least not yet. So it's just me and my bro, Mr. BTG himself. What's going on, Baylor? Yes, sir. Now, look, the last time, the last time Mary <laughs> wasn't here, we had an epic show. And we lost it. You know, but the audio god said, you know what? <laughs> We, I'm gonna keep this to ourselves. Uh, so we gotta make sure we save, ask, and save, and then save again. Absolutely, absolutely. And send it, and send it to somebody that, that can save it. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. But uh, we got some shit to talk about this week, man. And I wasn't going to put this on the list because we don't really cover like gossip type shit or whatever. But we got a few requests that they can't wait to hear what we got to say about this. So the first topic that we're going to hop into today is August Alcina said that he can't. It was a long ass. I didn't read all of it, bro, because I'm not going to lie to you. It seemed like some real emotional shit that I didn't want to be a part of. But apparently uh-huh. uh, he's admitted that him and Jada Pickett actually did have a sexual relationship. And he even said that Will Smith gave his blessing. Now, there has always been a rumor that Jada and Will have had an open marriage. This has been going back uh-huh. as far as the early 2000s. So people are saying this confirms it. What, what, what do you make of it, bro? Some people are also saying it seems like an attention grab from August. What do you think? Well, he did drop an album, right? Yeah. Okay, one. And then two, I wouldn't be surprised that Jada and Will strategically let this out. You know, so they get so they so they can have a huge discussion at the red table. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's going to grab a lot of attention. But the one thing that I disagree with as being a married man Mm -hmm. is that and I can't take credit for this post. And I, I honestly, I don't even know the person that actually posted. We follow each other on Twitter. So shout out to that person. But they basically said, I don't care about what happens in their marriage. Yeah. I don't care that they're having sex with other people. That's their agreement. But what I do disagree with is that you're letting it out of the bag and you're letting the world know their personal business. If they brought you in like that, yeah. you know, that's, that's an agreement right there. I'm sorry. But if we had, if me and my wife had that same agreement, if this is what's going on, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be like, bro, I'm good with you going out in public and telling our business. Yeah, for sure. So that's the only part that I kind of disagree with. Uh, everything else, all the details and stuff like that. Look, that's, that's between him and Jada. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to let us know, that's cool. But that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? At the same time. So, you know, it's gossip. Yeah. It's, it's, hold on, hold on for a second, bro. Xavier, unlock the door for your sister. All right, my bad. Uh, I had to go, I had a parent real quick. I heard some stuff upstairs. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I agree with everything that you said, bro, as far as it, like, he shouldn't be the one to let it out the bag, right? Because if they let you in, like to quote one of my favorite movies, Meet the Parents, like you're in the cone of secrecy, right? Like you got let in. It's not it's not on you to let that out, whether you're in your feelings because something happened or whatnot. Like you agreed, right? Whatever it was, you agreed to be let in. That conversation happened. If Will gave you his blessing and ultimately what like again, I'm just piggybacking off what you said is what happens in people's marriages in the confines of whatever they agree upon that's on them that's not for us to judge bro it's not for us to judge or know about like i i don't give a damn like we can find out they were all in the bed together i don't give a fuck that ain't got nothing to do with me that's why i don't like typically put topics like this on our list because it has like 
it's gossip, but ultimately, like, even if it's true, okay, like, there's so much other shit we could talk about, like, and, you know, I get, I get it, it's hot on the timeline and everything, but it is what it is. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a different lifestyle that a lot of people have always been into, mm-hmm. being in a relationship or being in a marriage and having outside people um, to have interest in, you know what I mean, and bring people in or mess with from time to time. But you'll be told a lot of you people not ready for that. Yeah. Y'all not ready for that type of relationship. And another thing is a lot of people out here saying that they've been saying it for years. Mm-hmm. They want that type of relationship, that type of chemistry, that type of love that JD and Will have, bro. I, a lot of people can't handle that. Yeah. And because every time you every time you see them on TV, whether it's individually or together, yeah. they're happy. They're in a good space. Majority of the time. Yeah. You don't know what goes on inside those four walls. Or seventeen walls. I don't know how big they play stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you don't you don't know what goes on in 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 a tip of a pedestrian marriage. It's difficult. You know what I mean. So with them being in the spotlight for so long and the status that they have, their kids are famous. You know what I mean. So it's a lot that they have to deal with. A, a, a regular pedestrian wouldn't be able to handle that, and we don't even know if they're actually handling it. That's true. That's true. I mean, you, you, and that's the, that's the, the problem when people, uh, make other people's marriages like this, this thing that they want to look for and everything else, because you, you don't know the work that they have to put in to make that work. There's no way, there's no way in hell that you, that you could ever know what, what goes in to make somebody else's marriage work and make them look that happy from the outside in. Um, so it's, it's, it's always dangerous to idealize anybody else's marriage and stuff but at the end of the day like people are people and you got to find what you what you which what works for you to make you happy they have seemed to find it if this is what works for them who the hell are we to say anything about it Mm -hmm. now i will say this though if he did that without let's just say you know uh will and jada had no knowledge that he was going to come out and say this yo that's wrong He's there wrong for that, oh, and it's, it looks yeah. it, it looks even it, it looks even worse that your album dropped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we already know around when your album is about to drop, with every artist, they come up with some type of marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They go online and say something crazy, or they go on a press run. But this right here, this is this is not this not it, August. This not it. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good look at all. Like in in any shape, form, or fashion, and. Bro, it's just, it's honestly, it's just ugly as shit. Like, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. It is. It's ugly. And it's not good. It's not none of that. Like, but people are eating it up. You know, they're going to, they're going to own the, uh, the media stream for however long they do. I mean, hats off to them there. If that's, if that's what was the goal was per, per your, your speculation, they definitely, they definitely going to do that. Right. So we'll see. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like this. Um, you know, uh, I think Jada has come out and denied everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he talked about that woman, mm. if you ask me, she did something to that boy. <laughs> I mean, she did something. I mean, it's Jada, bro. Like you saw, the, like even this one scene in J- in Jason's lyrically, she got some skills. But you know, we're not going because without Mary here, we've creeped out a couple of times. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do. It. All I'm saying right. is, right. is Jada just do it to me too. But we just gonna leave other down. Just, I, I they put, they putting her on Badu status, man. They putting her on Badu level. That, that doesn't surprise me, bro. Doesn't surprise me at all. Um, <laughs> let's move in though. Uh, the next topic that we got is uh, De La West has accused Cardi B 
of stealing her lyrics. Cardi B, for her credit, has responded uh, viciously, as she should. What do you think about Car- Cardi B possibly stealing lyrics? I do not know who De La West is, but I wouldn't be taking a lot of credit uh, uh, for that because <laughs> as 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 dope as I think Cardi B is, I know damn well I'm not about to steal her lyrics. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I, I think she, you know what it is? I think her her delivery, her flow is nice. Mm-hmm. Her bars is uh, acceptable, yeah. but it's nothing to be, I don't have to steal that. I really don't. And I've said this, Cardi's flow to me is dope. Like, I don't think people, mm-hmm. any, anybody can take anything away from her flow. Her lyrics are cool. Like, she has the occasional one you, when you're like, damn, that was kind of nasty. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not like it's not like she's a, a wordsmith out here. It's not like anybody's going to be breaking down Cardi B's lyrics five years from now. So, like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Plagiarism is wrong. Or any, like, if she's stealing anybody's lyrics, it's wrong. Because if somebody else wrote those and you took them, you mm-hmm. got to be held accountable for that, regardless if the bars are good or not. Because Della West, if those are her lyrics, she put time and effort into that. But at yep. the same time, like I don't know, I just I've never seen Cardi's bars and been like, this is something that's stolen because they've never been that complex. And if that's what, of all the people Cardi can steal lyrics from, if that's the lyrics that she's stealing, man, you got to do better. You got to do better. Yeah, right. Shout out to B Simone, but I would say, I would say that. Um, if 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 those bars if those bars mean that much to you, mm-hmm. then you should be you should be where she's at right now. <laughs> there you, <laughs> you, know go. I mean? you know what I'm saying? If they mean that much and they that powerful, you should be where she's at. Oh, well, you, you or, 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 or pop up to one of her shows and recite everything that she's saying. Draw that attention. There you go. Ain't nobody gonna pull up. And this one thing I don't understand. Let me now, because it's probably good that nobody's pulling up. But do you remember back in like the early 2000s and 90s when like people actually had beef with people like or like DJ Quick when he was walking. I forgot what award show that was. And he got like punched in the face like people actually showed up. Ain't nobody showing up no more. Man. We had a power. Um, what was it? I forgot. It Was it Summer Jam? I think it, it could have been. We had something out here in Anaheim. And I remember because I was actually working mm-hmm. that event as um. I forgot what the position was, but it was if there was a fight to break out, we were able to jump in a fight. Okay. And and then call security. I forgot what the position was called, but it was dope. No fights broke out though. But DJ Quick did get in the fight with uh corrupt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and the evidence that we had behind that is that when uh DJ Quick came on stage, he was limping. <laughs> yeah, I think it was I think they fought in like the elevator or something like that. That doesn't surprise me at all. At all. That's real. That's real beef right there yeah. at the time. Yeah, there is no, there is no. To me, there is no real beef anymore. And you know, people like there's there's tussles, there's disagreements. You know, and not to say that people don't use the sport behind the mic and throw throw lyrics and jabs at each other, but there's been no true beef. The the, the closest thing to that in like the last three to five years, well. Like uh, what's the one that who nope. had beef with Takashi? Uh, Jesus. Oh, Chief Chief Key. Yeah, that's like the closest thing, like to a real that, beef. That 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 could have went real. Yeah. That could have went south. Exactly. Real fast. Yeah. I don't count the Pushy and Drake stuff because Drake had another man step in between them. Exactly. And now, that could have like the the Drake and Pusha thing. If Drake wasn't, <laughs> if Drake was about his lyrics, 
should have turned into something real, but it, but we doubt it though, because yeah. I don't even think I don't even think Pusha wanted to go that far. He wasn't going to go that far. He was just doing more of the exposing, yeah. and the the position that he has with you know with good music, he's not about to he's not about to jeopardize that. He's That's getting true. you know he at the time getting married, having a child. He just had his child, so it was like no, nah, he's not about to jeopardize that. You know what I'm saying? All he wanted to do was expose a young cat, which he did. Yep. All right, let's let's move on, man. Uh, the next one, I swear, it's funny because DJ Academics has been doing this shit for years now, like years. He's been throwing jabs at rappers. He's been not instigating beef, but he, you know, he he throws a little thing. But it finally seems like people have had enough of Academics. Freddie Gibbs has come out with like a whole clothing line, like he dissed him on the track. Meek Mills got got shit for for DJ Academics every time he sees him. Do you think that is this evidence that while Takashi gets away with trolling, people like academics don't get away with like is somebody eventually gonna put those hands on academics? What do you think, bro? Hey, this stuff always hey, what hey yo, we penalize ourselves more than we penalize anybody else. Mm-hmm. I swear we do. Um they not gonna do nothing to him. That's why I don't really want to pay attention to it. They're not going to do nothing. If y'all not going to sit up there and fight, then leave it alone. Yeah. I don't want any one of them to get hurt to where it could be life-threatening. I don't I don't want to see that. As much as I don't like academics, I don't want to see that brother, you know what I'm saying, laid out somewhere. That's not that's not the wave. Um, and in a time like this, bro, bro, we just can't unite for nothing. <laughs> for nothing, though, bro. And at the, it, my thing is, if you're going to be a man about it, be a man about it. Fight it out. Talk about it afterwards. Then we squash it. Mm-hmm. But if y'all just going to keep going back and forth and making T-shirts and you saying that you know where his son really lived, like, that shit don't matter to me no more, man. It, it, and I, don't get me wrong. I understand academics getting other people's skin, under people's skin, right? Because he does the most sometimes. But at the same time, he's an air, on-air personality. He's kind of made to be provocative or whatnot. I don't have any issue with checking him, especially if you're in an interview, which people have done before. They've called him out when they come, when they've come on the TV shows and actually called him out for some of the stuff he said. That that's cool. That's what you should do. But we all know academics ain't about that life, man. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, unless unless you're doing it to get some air time, like it ain't. It's pointless at this point because y'all not gonna run up on him. Yeah, y'all, y'all really don't have the opportunity to, because everybody about to be shut down again. So <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Hey, uh, we're gonna stay on, I guess, beef. Uh, the new uh, age beef. Uh, Kaya, who you know had her thing with Trina, and people have actually turned because at first they were against her. They're like, "Who's Kaya?" Then when Trina made her comments, everybody was on Kaya's side. Well, Kaya riding off that, and she's got gassed up. She get, as the young people say, she got the battery put in her back. Uh, Came out and said some shit about Lil Wayne. And you know what? Honestly, bro, as even with me being a Lil Wayne fan, the things that she pointed out about his treatment of women, the 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 comments uh, to like gang life and stuff like that and the drug abuse. I, I can't disagree with anything she said here, bro. What do you think? I wasn't mad at it at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the same time, I still got to hold her accountable. Mm-hmm. If you able to say it to us, then you got to be able to say it to him. Yeah. Directly. You know what I mean? Like you can put you can put his his facts and his or your opinion out there, but if you're not saying it directly to him and checking him directly, then whatever. 
You know, I see where I see. I she on the road though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> she on the road, she, I, and I would and I would love honestly because you know while what some of the stuff she said was harsh. Like I said, it, it's all rooted in fact. Even if she kind of you know gave her interpretation of it, Lil Wayne's been killing it with Young Money Radio. I know I brought it up a couple of weeks back, like with his interviews that he's had. Even Dr. Dre has been on it. Um, I wouldn't mind them having a conversation and him giving her the floor to really explain because I really think Lil Wayne, as being someone who has been famous literally since he was, what, 15 years old he's been in the public spotlight? Mm -hmm. I think some of yep. the stuff, he doesn't realize the impact of some of his comments because he's always basically lived up here <laughs> to a certain degree. Yeah, he's from New Orleans, and, and we know mm -hmm. all of that stuff, but you still lose a certain bit when, you, when you've when you lived the life that he lived. And I wouldn't mind him having a conversation and giving her the space to say why some of his actions and comments have hurt black women and to give him the opportunity to sit sit back and process it. I wouldn't mind that conversation at all. Well, at the same time, I mean, unless she just uh, she picked one artist, though. Yeah, there's a there's a plethora of artists that's under that same category. That's true. So you must got something really against him, something personal, because you only called him out. Yeah. At the point. same time, because I'm a, I'm gonna call you out though. Like I get where I get where you going, but what you what you labeling him as? He got a long line of homeboys and other artists and associates that did the same thing. That's true. That's true. Well, I guess we got to see it, bro. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I can't wait. To, like, this only happened yesterday. So, like, as the conversation continues to grow and people talk about it, like, I'd love to see where this goes if somebody invites Kaya out to actually have a conversation about it. But, you know, Lil Wayne, I think one thing that he's shown in this last, like, year or so is that I see him trying, bro. I see him trying stuff differently than what he did before. And, you know, it's easy to say he should have did it a long time ago. But, look, bro, we, we live in a society where – you're almost villainized for not having all the answers right away. And like, I would love mm -hmm. to be able to see somebody have a conversation and just be like, look, I didn't look at it that way. So, Hey, we in the same boat though, because yeah. whatever, you know, the things that we created are the things that we're thriving in. Now, some of the shit that we've done, we started late yeah. and that's because we just didn't know. And then when you look at his career, he was famous so early, so fast that when you making that amount of money mm -hmm. and you getting that type of attention, you don't think about shit that, you know, me and you are doing mm -hmm. that, that now, now everybody else is doing all, all these artists got, you know, podcasts and blogs and stuff like that. Now where we was doing that a long time ago, they didn't have time to do it because they was either on tour or making a record. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's get into the last topic that we have in this segment. And this is the one I know people are waiting for, bro. The versus Fabulous and Jada. This was I, the I best. Think I've, I, I, I've been the on. I've been on. Yeah, yeah, by far. Yeah, by far. It's not even close. It was the best one in several in several ways. <laughs> the fact that they have a relationship, that they're actually friends. Hell, they dropped an album together, a mixtape, whatever you want to call it, together. But mm -hmm. this one was truly. I feel like every round went went one. Like Jada won the first one, Fab won the next one. Jada won the next one, Fab. Like it went back and forth on the round so well. But go ahead, go ahead, bro. I'm going to say this to me and you, mm -hmm. it went round for round to the general public. Jada hopped out on his ass real quick because they boxed in. They boxed in both rappers. See, I got both of them in my personal top five mm -hmm. of all time. Right. And I kept seeing online. Yo, Fab is gone. He going to kill Jada. Why? Because Jada don't make as many hits. 
Like commercial hits. hits. Yeah. Commercial yeah. hits as Fab does. But I'm like, I don't think they're gonna go that route. I don't even think they wanna go that route. Yeah. And then Jada even he, Jada let the, the, the bag out of uh, the cat out of the bag when he said, I'm sticking to the script. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my B sides first, like we agreed, and then we're gonna go commercial. Yeah. Or whatever. And to me, for the general public, Jada got him by like six or seven. Okay. But for cats like me and you that listen to all their projects and the and the projects that mm-hmm. they got together, it's a tie. I th- I I got Jada going uh winning a late eleven and nine. That's that's mm-hmm. me. Um, but when I say that this was like it was perfect, bro. Like this is what I want the verses to be. We need to get more people who are evenly matched like this. And like me going into this battle, I also said, I was like, Fab got way more commercial hits than Jada. He's probably going to kill him. Not to say that, that he's a better artist than Jada or a better rapper, but just when you look at the way the verses is set up, it's, it's made to go off hit for hit. But mm-hmm. they, the way that they unloaded this, bro, I don't know if they talked about it beforehand or whatnot, but it was perfect. Like the fact that what they started off, they started off with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jada played Blackout first, and then Fabulous play You Ain't Got Nothing on Me, right? That was the that was the first round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then and then um <clears throat> that the round where they did uh By Your Side and Trade It All, bro. Like there was a lot of complaints on Fab's side though. Okay, because he because he waited Fab, so long to play Breathe. Not not just that, okay. but that they felt like Fab gave his DJ too much power. Because the DJ wasn't placing the songs right. Okay. And, and you know, but Fab and Jada was, well, Fab mostly was saying like, no, nah, however you feel, I'm going to just go with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Unless that was planned and we didn't know it. And he really knew what track was coming. But I don't know if I'm, I'm with, I'm kind of with them. I don't know if he put his, I don't know if he put his music in order. Yeah. Cause Jada, Jada had a strategy and Bro, he won. That shit was, I, I, some of the, and some of the he and he was drunk. Yeah, and he was drunk, and he was talking to Fab as if the cameras wasn't on. Yeah, the fact the fact that the rounds that Fab played "Breathe" and "You Be Killing Them" are, are rounds that, like looking at it, you would have thought, "Oh, Fab, any any round Fab plays those songs, he's gonna win." And I actually think he lost both those rounds. Mm. 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 I'm just saying, man. It, it, I, look, look, I'm. I, I'm just I'm just happy that those two were paired together. I got a lot of fab should have been should have been matched with Nelly, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not trying to hear all those commercial hits. Yeah. I'm not. The fact that they played those B side street songs, that's what we that's what we liked about it. Because yeah. there was no complaints. And shout out to Jada for actually reading the comments and saying, "Yo, turn this up, <laughs> turn this up some more." They saying we low. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, best one for me. I know I'm being biased, but yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, it, it was. Then I then I got to go, Little John and uh, T Pain. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, bro, I, it's and it's so funny because this used this was my song in high school, uh, but when Jada dropped "Knock Yourself Out," it, it's easily probably been like six or seven years since I heard that track. When that shit started, I was like. Fuck, this used to be my shit, bro. Like, hey, hey, you know the crazy part about it? It wasn't until like Jada played songs that people were like, they forgot. Yeah. It was, so when they made the statement of Fab is gonna kill him, I'm like, y'all don't, y'all just don't listen to Jada then. Yeah. That's what it is. Y'all I mean, used to hearing and seeing Fab on TV and on the radio because he do got the chick hits. 
But y'all don't know, y'all, so y'all don't listen to street, y'all don't listen to street fam, uh, Fab. That's a whole totally different person, bro. Do you remember when Fab, Paul Kane, and Joe Budden were dropping their mixtapes? Yo, when I mentioned, when I mentioned Paul Kane, uh, Red Cafe, Freck Billionaire, oh, I'm like, that was bro. that's a whole totally different era, right bro, there. Do you do you remember at one point, and maybe I don't know how how hip you were on Fifty before Fifty blew up. But at one point, Red Cafe and Fifty were like going on like mini tour, like before either, like before Fifty blew up, and they were they were going back and forth on tracks and stuff too. I remember it was this mixtape series that they appeared on, and they had a track together on every one. Red Cafe at one point was looked at as like being the next nigga up, and that yeah. like, and it just never but happened he, for him. He had a track that said, "I had to go west because my own city was hating on me." Yeah, that's when he had signed a Mac Ten. Oh yeah, I'm up Red on Cafe it. was that. I'm like, up on oh, it. you know what? After we get off this, I gotta go play some Red Cafe, bro. I'm not Red even gonna lie Ca- to oh, you. Oh my god, man. hey, hey, Red Cafe is in my library. He's he in got, there. He has to be like in this, bro. Like you just took me back. But yeah, when when Paul Kane and, and Fab and and Joe Buttons had their little thing where they were going back and forth, bro. That that sh- matter of fact, and people are gonna people are gonna kill me for this. Like I already, I'm already expecting the comments. This is not. Don't come to Baylor with these comments. But Paul Kane, Joe Budden, and Fabulous, if they didn't do what they did, there would have not been a slaughterhouse, bro. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, and if you if you guys don't understand what we're talking about, go to Fabs from something to nothing. I mean, from nothing to something, and go to the uh, to the bonus track, Family Tree, mm-hmm. and then you'll see what I'm talking about. Exactly. Because they all they all had a dope verse. Man. Bro, those are the, those are. The, I'm, I already know when I'm editing this after we get done recording, bro. I already, I gotta go. I gotta go make a playlist man, now. I gotta go make hey, a playlist, that nigga man. said. That nigga Fab said, "Ain't that his baby sis? Get up in this baby miss. Fall out, pull his curtain, start squirting like baby piss." I said, "Oh, mm. come on, man, yeah. Oh, come man. on, man." All right, so as me as we're going through nostalgia, we're gonna go ahead and get into our first break. We come back. We got one new track. We're gonna. Well, it's not really a new track. It's a new league, league track we're going to talk about. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in this bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back after our first break. And so we're going to get into this track that was leaked. Uh, we had like a bar or so that was leaked. And I almost put it on the list the week the week that it was because uh, M threw bars at Joe Buttons and Revolt. Revolt even tweeted it after the little snippet came out saying, fuck you to Eminem. But now we got the full leak of the re- original version of Bang. Conway featuring Eminem. Did you get a chance to listen to the track, Baylor? I heard it. I only heard it once, okay. uh, and I heard it as soon as you sent it to me. But I didn't really digest it. But I do know that that, that beat was hard. Yeah, that beat was hard. That um, what can I say? I'm trying to think how I want to word this. Like, 
the, the beat is hard. Conway, I'm I've really come around on Conway, bro. Like when I first, when he first started popping up, I was like, he's cool, he's cool, but he's he really has some potential with him. Um, we already know what Griselda can do and what what they've done, but this seeing Eminem throw so many shots and bars, like, and then the fact that he re re recorded his verse, leaving that out, it's like, no, nah, this M, this is what we need from you. And like, I don't know if he was worried about the backlash. I, I don't, I don't. Maybe him and Button have had a conversation in in real life, and he didn't want that out because he maybe he doesn't feel that way anymore. I because I, Button's kind of laid off M too somewhat. Go ahead. It could be a marketing thing it, that could to be where to, to 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 where you go, you got to go search for it. Mm. So you know, but um. This is like old school M where like M uses wordplay and he like he throws his little shots, but it's not like an outright diss. I don't think you can call this, even though he says some stuff to Diddy that people try to be like, oh, he's dissing Diddy. It wasn't a fucking diss. Matter of fact, I bet you Diddy listened to that and probably laughed his ass off. But I don't know, man. Like, I like to see M work with younger artists. I know this is his artist technically because he signed to, to, to Shady, but I think this is what we need from M. Like these, this is where M could live at. Like. His last out, al- last two albums were, were were solid. I'm not gonna say they were great or anything, but they were solid. But imagine him using this type of wordplay, using his little jabs and his Eminem like style to help lift up younger artists. That that's really what I want to talk about here. The bars, okay, they're funny. We know he threw sh- shit at Bud. You can speak on that too. But like, do you agree that this is where Eminem can kind of find a second life of his career for the next five years or so? Yes, and I think other artists like. Uh, three stacks, Jay Z. I think they could flourish mm-hmm. doing things like that, yeah. just popping up every now and then. You know what I mean? I might, I, I probably wouldn't even need a full album at this point from some of these cats. But to hear you cats pop up featured and drop a verse or two mm-hmm. on some of these tracks, I'm here for that. And I think it could work for them. Yeah, yeah. This is where a lot of a lot of artists thrive at, and like M. I don't want to make this just about him because this is Conway's track. And Conway has, a, like I said, a bright future ahead of him. I really like him more and more the more I hear from him. But I really like this whole surprise album every year thing from him. I don't want that, bro. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, let let let, let us build up to that. Have so many great features that by, by, by two or three years in, we're like, damn, you know what? I wouldn't mind hearing it. It's, I think it's time for another M album. Like, I don't know right. if he's like, and maybe he's ramping up because he has his eyes set on shutting it down soon then i could kind of understand it but at the same time like make it inverse mean something again like make it be a special event like at this point it's almost more special when cole or kendrick drop a verse then oh, we know when abso come out his cave and drop a verse it's definitely an event for us hip-hop heads but like i don't know man it's, it just put me in in that mindset and you know i don't mean to be down on the track that's really solid and really good but the track is cool i just I just wish M was was kind of more strategic in how he moves sometimes. Did Did you just say make an M verse, make another M verse meaningful again? Yeah, you can put that on the hat. Sell it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That definitely needs to go on the hat. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Just so we can like, because uh, it is his track, and I want to talk. About, what do you think about Conway as an artist? I know we we've talked about Griselda, we've reviewed Griselda as a group, but what do you think about Conway? I think him outside of the group is dope. Oh, oh. That's a hot take, see, that's bro. A, that's a hot because take. Because see that because that's the thing when you when when you form like Voltron, you guys not sound the same, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like y'all fall in order. Yeah. Well, whoever you think is the dopest out of that group, but when you separate, that's when I need to see your isolation. Okay. And him isolated from the group, it's pretty dope. 
Who who do you think he's the best one out of Griselda? To who? <laughs> Oh, uh, I would say I, I would say he has the most potential out of the out of the group. Okay, I would That's I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily call him like the best right now, but I think he has the most potential. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, and it's they're still so new. It's kind of hard to 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 say that. Um, and I haven't like followed their whole like lead up to their career or anything to be able to say a lot about them individually, but. I don't know, man. Like, I, I really think they all have. The, I, I hope that, you know, when they come to, together to form Voltron, like you said, like, we know what that is and we know what to expect from that. But I really hope that them outside of the group, they they become more like their own artists, so to say. They find their own unique styles. That way, when it comes back, it, it also means more. But, you know, because you, you make a great point. When you're in a group, you guys all start sounding the same. Not necessarily that you rap the same, you have the same styles, but it all it all becomes Mush together, so I get what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll we'll see. I want to see. It. I mean, it's out there now. You 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 uh you hot box with with M. Now I need to see you out there with different artists. Because the thing is that competitiveness comes out when you and then it challenges your your pen when you rap mm-hmm. with different cats. You know what I'm saying? Now don't get me wrong. When you rap next to M, your pen got to be ready. But now I got to see you go across. I need you to. I need you to come west. I need you to go down south. I need you to switch up your flow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I need you to rap on this type. I need you to rap on the drill beat. I need you to rap on a Manny Fresh beat. You know what I'm saying? I need to see that versatility now. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, what's our gun is still that dude to me though. That and that's. But that's that's a. That's an easy pick though, Hayes. Yeah. I mean, you don't know, and I and I can't. Yeah, I agree with that's that. That's why. That's why uh, to 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 show some respect. To Conway, I didn't mention their names mm-hmm. because because you already know they're gonna bring up <laughs> you already know they're gonna bring up Westside. That's yeah. the first cat they're gonna bring up. Yeah. He's like the poster for them. Yeah, but I I, I do think because you I mean if you remember like even with uh top uh, TDE like J Rock was originally supposed to be the poster child for them and Kendrick just right. outshined him. So you know you never know which way it's gonna go. But what's I I just had to mention because Westside Gun is dope though. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's it for this segment. When we come back, we got one last thing to give you, and then we're going to go ahead and ride off into the sunset. We'll be right back after this. Yo, this your boy, Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy, Fresco. And we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh, bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. Who it don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking a shit. Real life real, brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And you if know. you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. It makes for good dialogue. And it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform, you can get a podcast that the Podcast Brothers is there. You did. Chill. I've been, for the past six months, mm. I've been, I've, I've stepped into a whole different genre in rap. Okay. So I, I can now say with confidence, I am a Chicago Drill hip hop fan. fan. Ooh. Yeah. Bro, you just, yeah, so you just yeah. getting into drill music? No, 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 no. It's not that I've just gotten into it. It's that I, I, I've accepted it as probably one of the top tier genres in rap right now. 
Um, and one of my favorite artists, and you know what, to tell you the truth, when you hear this artist, he, it doesn't really sound like drill rap, but I'm telling you, this, this cat named, uh, Busy, Busy Gambino, mm -hmm. man, that dude is nice. He, if I had to compare him to somebody, I can't, I can't, I can't compare him to anybody. I can't compare him, but he's dope, man. I don't, and you know what? Because I watch a lot of, um, I watch a lot of gangster. <laughs> yeah, so 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 it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of, a lot of street stuff, and so I pretty much know a lot of my background out here in L.A. So I just go to different cities, you know, in in, in different uh, states and stuff like that. And so you know, when I when I listen, you know, and I also listen to gangster music, so gangster rap. Mm -hmm. So when I think of gangster rap outside of L.A. The first place I think of is like Detroit and Chicago, um, and so this cat I, I was so I'm I'm watching these you know these stories about these certain artists uh, who have street ties you know in Chicago, and they will play they will play songs during the uh, during the videos or towards the end, and I just kept hearing this one song, and I'm like I really like this song, so I found an artist. And then I started listening to his mixtapes and then, you know, his other albums. And I found, I found an artist and it's, it's in a genre in rap that I wouldn't normally listen to all the time or actually just go to, you know, if I heard it, then I'm listening, but it, he's actually in the library now. And his name is busy Gambino. Okay. Okay. It's, it's always good to find like new genres or corners in hip hop that you can then start listening to, man. And, it, our, our our genre is so all-encompassing right like you can find when you go through those suggested artists on spotify or whatever you can end up down such a rabbit hole and find some like sun little somebody i think i brought up on this podcast a couple of weeks ago i know it's not hip-hop it's r&b but i remember i was listening to anderson pock and at the bottom of it it's like you know if you like this artist you'll like these similar artists or whatnot i just happened to click because mm -hmm. i was just and listening to that i really like found a whole new artist that i just loved it was crazy but yeah man just just going down that those those avenues and finding new artists man is just a beautiful thing uh you know and to put it to our listeners i love to hear like artists that you guys found kind of just taking a stroll either down playlists or suggest the artists clicking something different because that was a great story you told bro because drill some of the drill artists are, are really really dope man Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so i'm a i'm a seeing of course i'm seeing y'all some tracks um and i and i i've been listening to he uh he had a track that 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 first caught my ear but he only had that song on youtube and so i would literally just you know click out of my library or my playlist and i'll play that song at least three times because i know it's on youtube <laughs> but he had just dropped an album with that on there and uh, cause I almost hit him up on Twitter, like, bro, I don't know what you're doing, but I need this track right here. I don't care whatever track you put out, I need this track. But he actually put it on the album, his latest album, and I would say he, even his latest album is is solid. You know what I mean? So, yeah, check him out, and I, and I and I'll send you guys a couple of songs. That's what's up. Well, we'll definitely check it out, man. Um, but that's it. That's it for this week's episode. Barely got any parting words. If not. You know the routine. Give him your social media. And, you know, hopefully we're back full power with Mary because we got a special last topic that we pushed off waiting for Mary. But go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Well, for one, y'all need to stay y'all asses in the house, okay? Because, you know, these numbers is going back up, and I'm so I'm I'm, I'm being a little hypocrite, you know what I'm saying? Because we had you know, we had plans already to uh, to flee the scene of L.A. and uh, and go chill for the fourth in an undisclosed location. Because if I tell you the location, you don't think that I'm just you know I'm not obeying the rules, but I will be in Arizona this weekend. Um, I just won't be traveling in the streets or anything like that. We'll be in the house, isolated, chilling. But uh, on a serious note, um, let's get back to what we was doing. I mean, apparently when we were completely shut down, the numbers were starting to go down. I know in certain areas and, you know, L.A. and L.A. and I'm calling out L.A. and Houston. We need to just sit our ass down for a bit. You know, we got a little too comfortable and that might have been the results of all those protests. But I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know what to say. I wouldn't say not to protest, but we also got to be mindful that we still dealing with a pandemic out here. Um, so everybody continue to, you know, try to be safe as possible. Keep the, keep that hand sanitizer on deck. Make sure you shower at least two, three times a day. Uh and be mindful of your family members, your friends, and the people around that you got. We all got to share this earth. So, you know, be mindful of everything. And wear your goddamn mask. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just wear it, goddammit. Um, with that being said, if y'all disagree with me, y'all can hit me up on my Twitter or IG at Bailey the Great. I probably won't accept you on, on uh, IG because I got a lot of family stuff. But you can follow me on Twitter at Bailey the Great, um, basically on all social media platforms. But that's where I talk the most shit. And that's it. All right, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, C E O H A I Z E. I ain't have, I don't have any part in words to add because I think Bailey hit the nail on the head with all that. Stay y'all black ass, stay y'all asses <laughs> at home, like stay the fuck at home, like. But you know, at the same time, I get wanting to get out and stuff, and you know, I think we got we got brought into a false sense of security. But this should be serve as a reminder to everyone: this COVID shit is not gone. That bitch is still waiting. And it, to get all of us, so um, we just need to chill and sit, set the fuck down, man. That's all I can say about that. But you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the Brooks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebrooksradio at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614 547 2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out. Peace. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Shit this week. Some niggas thug and some niggas is bitch. Some niggas a rob and some niggas a pitch. Some niggas ain't got shit. Some niggas rich. Uh-huh. Some niggas do the time and some live as a snitch. Now some niggas like to pull out and talk. Some niggas pop off. Some niggas found their way to the top. Some niggas got lost. Some niggas keep it thorough in jail. Some niggas got solved. Some niggas raw hard top poop. I pull the top off and quick to speed off on the jake. Quick to back. Any niggas getting money, come up off of the safe. Fuck the city, I'm in thought in the state. I'm like, oh, from the wire, walk with a sword off in the eight. And I was taught never talk with a snake. When you kill a nigga you love, you pay for the coffin and wake. Get you wrapped up and tossed in a lick. If you can't get the whole pie, just take your portion and skate. Don't fuck with niggas if they soft or they fake. Only jail cats and niggas going back and forth to court can relate. Fuck with me and I'ma alter your fate. And since some wolves after your girl, I specialize in torture and rape. We in the game most dudes ain't built for. Can't talk the type of shit niggas get killed for. Whatever it's gon' be, let it be. I ain't wasting a slug. And time is money when it come to mind. Take it in blood, nigga. Some niggas thugs and yeah. some niggas bitch. Yeah. Some niggas rob and some niggas a pitch. Uh-huh. Some niggas ain't.